Blog Talk Radio. Yo, what's popping, y'all? PSA Hip Hop, man. Watch what's good, my G. Oh, my God. Watch. Yo. Yo. Yo, what's good, my G? I painted pictures with words. I became your Da Vinci. <laughs> That's the RGP talk. We'll get into that in a minute, man. Let's talk about this, man. Dane Dash on the No Jumper podcast. Shout out to Adam, 22. I have watched his podcast before when he had um, Takashi on there. Um, XXX Extension, Tax Stone, Charlemagne the God, Ghostface Killer was on there. Um, I was shocked to see Dane on his podcast, though. I would say that. Are you familiar with Adam 22, the No Trouble podcast, before this Dame Dash interview, sir? Yes, I am. I'm familiar with it. Just for all the things you mentioned. You know, anytime I go on YouTube, they give me suggestions. And because they know I watch hip-hop 100% of the time, anything hip-hop interview-related always comes up. So that's how I know about it. All right, man. Let's talk about it, man. So Dame is... On this show, man, um, grinding weed. Listen, Watts, I've always been a supporter of Dame Dash. You know, the Dice Dance back in the day. I've always admired Dame's boss-like mentality. Anytime Dame does an interview, I'm tuned in, whether it's the Breakfast Club, Swing in the Morning. Um, but let's take our time here, man. He talked about his relationship with Cam and Jim and how him and Cam still seems to be much cool. Here's a question I have for you, Watts. You and I spoke about this when Jay-Z had his last concert, I believe, in Madison Square Garden, where we saw him and Cam doing Welcome to New York and Jim Jones coming out. I wonder what they, how Dane feels about that. So, yeah. Breaking up. Yo. Yo. Breaking up, fam. Yeah, you you good now, you good now. Trust no, me, you hear the feedback. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah you good now, you good now. Yeah. What you saying? Breaking up, my guy. No, I don't know what to say, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you ever listen to the, to um the shows when I say that and you hear it and you don't hear you don't speak out the story? Yeah, yeah, that? I hear that that I that I go in and out. I hear it, but I don't know right. why. Like I'm just in my room. Right. No, you could not. You could not. Whatever you had, you could not. I want to get your talk take on Dame picking up Jim and Cam. Should Adam Twenty Two asked him about Cam performing with with, with Hove at that last concert? See, I don't think I don't think he I don't think he knew because there was some stuff okay. he uh, Dame would say and. The guy who didn't really, he wasn't really that familiar with it. So, of course, if it's me and you, that's literally the first thing you've asked because we were like, what did you think when Dane, when, when, when Cam and Jay Z performed Welcome to New York City? But the thing is, in the interview, he talked about growing up with Cam since Cam was eight years old and Cam saw him. Right. But he said him and Jimmy, they had a falling out that hasn't been smoothed over. So that was interesting the way he, um, he said that him and Jimmy's interview wasn't smoothed over. As far as him smoking, did you have any problem with that? Or was that or was that Dame Dash just being a boss? 
Um, <laughs> I said I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I'm just not. If gonna, Jimmy Fallon that, said, if Jimmy me. Fallon, if, if Jimmy Fallon said Dame Dash, I want to interview you for the Tonight Show. Would Dame Dash be smoking? Can't do that because of the setting, because of so the atmosphere. So my point is, this boss talk, folks in he, audience, he, you know? he put that boss, he put that boss shit because of the platform. But if it's a higher, more powerful platform, I guarantee you he doesn't do that. You know, he wanted to portray, I do what the fuck I want. He wanted to portray, I do what the fuck I want, when I want, I'm a boss, and it was on full display on that podcast. That's what I saw visually. But what I'm saying that is that... podcast is more laid back, the, though. It's more laid back. Adam 22 no, has no, I, I agree. I agree. On all the time. No, no, I you agree. I mean? But I think if, the, if it's an elevated platform in the mainstream media, Dame Dash doesn't even attempt to do that. That's all I'm saying. Well, let's be real, man. You, you and I talked about this numerous times on the show, man, throughout the years. Um, I felt like when Dipset got to Rockefeller, was because of Dame, not because of Hove, not because of Biggs. And I always say when Dipset came to Rockefeller, he didn't really need Hope to jump on tracks to get them to another level, like maybe Beans or Bleak. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's be real. I'm, I'm not trying to be petty, though, but you and I have talked about it. You talk about this numerous times. On Beans' first album, wasn't Jay-Z song anything on there? It had no reason to be on that album. Why was that song on there? You tell me. Why was Jay-Z, <laughs> Why was Jay-Z song anything on Beanie Seagull's first album? Like, it's not even a feature. Wait a minute. It's just, mm-hmm. Let's take it a step further. Jay-Z shot a video for it. He did. He did. He shot yeah. a video for it. Because yeah. Jay-Z thought, I'm going to do Annie over. Let me recreate Annie. And it didn't work, did it? No. No, it didn't work. It did not. You did not. You did not replicate any, and you tried to on Bean's album. So, and as an outsider looking in, I never felt Hole was happy with the Dipset move to Rockefeller, even if he did the Welcome to New York song with Cam or Come Home with Me. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, recently, sorry, like I said, Jim and Cam standing next to Hole, man, that was kind of crazy though. But let's be real, Watts. I know Dane doesn't like talking about his past, but do you agree that Dane has to know when he does shows they're going to bring up the Rockefeller past? They do, and if you can tell, you know he says he doesn't talk about it. He gets very intense, hyper, and passionate. Agitated. He starts talking about it. And passionate, because it really, like one thing that's clear, man, Dame 100% blames Jay-Z for destroying Rockefeller. He 100% blames him. He said it. Does he, he have some reason to feel that way, though? To be fair. No, I don't know I'm not, but he has a reason to feel that way. I'm just saying he absolutely places all the blame on Jay-Z on why Rockefeller broke up. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm no. not saying that's how he feels. But the question I have, does Dane have a reason to feel that way? I can understand. People say he, he, he sounds bitter. I don't, listen, as much as I love Hove, I don't get that bitterness that everybody was talking about. Did you get that far, that, that Dane is bitter? 
bitter is too strong a word, but I get the vibe that when Jay-Z parted ways with Rockefeller, Dame Dash was not ready for it to end like that because they literally were on top of the world. Literally. They they ran the music industry. And at that moment, Jay-Z just leaves it. And when the head of Voltron leaves, you can't form Voltron no more. Rockefeller was not the same after that. Me and you both know that. You know, we don't have Hove on Change the Game. We don't have Hove doing songs with Young Chris. We don't got, when you don't got the Young Guns on Hove, like everything changes when Hove leaves the, the situation, leaves everything. And it collapsed. And Dame made it clear that it collapsed. So here's where it gets better, because Dame made it seem like throughout this whole interview that the only reason why Hove was successful it's because he brings Beyonce. Beyonce, like, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. who, who's the only, name somebody who's famous without a famous girlfriend. Name anybody. The guy was like, "Well, what about Dr. Dre? Oh, he's not famous like that." Uh, you know, he 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 was really on this. Jay walks in there with Beyonce to the NFL, and they know Beyonce's in the room, so they're gonna listen to him. I'm like, really? That's how you that's how you looking at the situation? So he really has. For someone who's unbothered, it seems like he has strong feelings about Hove's level of success throughout the years. Well, let's be, let's be real, Watts. We've seen Hove have disputes with Beans. We've seen him in Jazzo have issues. We've seen him in Cam have issues, Dipset, Nas, and it's and Biggs and him. I don't know where they were at before they got back together. They seem to be on talking terms. Um, he also talked about how Biggs and Biggs acts funny towards him. Kareem Burks, I'm that talking about Ball's brother. Ball's brother, that's on a Joe Budden podcast. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, that, I just that, feel like, that, Ball, that, before you go in, though, before you go in, if you notice, everybody, Jay made up with all these people now, except Dame. I think Dame is someone who, because he was a, a co-equal partner with Jay-Z, he can't go to a subservient relationship with Jay-Z. It's the same reason why DMX and LL Cool J could never be under Jay-Z while he was the president of Def Jam. And Dame looks at it that way. Like, he can't reconnect with Hove but be on some Hove, you the God, and we all under you. Everybody else who goes back to Hove accepts where they are. They're not on his level. They're there because he allowed it to happen. Dame is a boss. Like he says, I answer to no one. You know what I'm saying? So you can see, he come back in the circle and be like, oh, you just came in with Beyonce. Oh, you're doing this deal. Like, I got to praise and sweat you and you run the world. Dame, Dame is never going to be that guy. That guy you think he's supposed to be, it ain't going to be Dame. As you can see in this interview. You know what I'm saying? This man is prideful. He has very strong opinions on everything. So, and he is... Passionate when he talks about Rockefeller. He said he burns bridges purposely. I don't know if you should co-sign. I don't know about co-sign burning bridges with people you have business relationships with or people you've had conversations with you know, on a day-to-day. What did you think about him saying he burns bridges purposely? Uh, to me, that was arrogant. him. Is that from an arrogant? Arrogant space. Yeah, it was arrogant because 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 he also said I'm I'm the bully, you know. Um, he gave, listen. He gave us some insights on home forty home forty second and Lennox. See, here's the thing. Dame is my age, so 
mm-hmm. when he's talking about these this early nineties, late eighties Harlem shit, you know, he had the barbershop, so weed in the front. This is all the shit he said. Yeah. He was really a he was a, you know, there's a dude named Chuck No Joke. I'm sure you know about Chuck No Joke, right? Yes. And he seems to be game, like of course. he seems to be dissing Dame, like Dame wasn't out in the streets, Dame wasn't this, but at home. No, he definitely this is home. But he's really trying to talk mm. this shit about Dame like Dame wasn't really one of them outside in the street dude. Dame was like, yo, I'm a nigga who knew Lucem. I'm a nigga who was like, I believe Dame. Like when when let Dame me, let me told ask you that do you do you think Dame was the mouthpiece for Rockefeller? Even though Jay was the rapper? I think Dame was the mouthpiece for Rockefeller. When I think Rockefeller between nineteen ninety six and two thousand two Dame Dash is there. He's in every video. He's talking the most shit. He's popping the most shit. I mean, he's swagging it out with Michael Jackson. I mean, he's swagging it out with Michael Jackson at Summer Jam. Like, you know, like he literally was on top of the world. So I always felt pause Dame's presence in the Rockefeller era. There's no way you can, and it was such an important era to hip-hop. That's why Dame is so important and everybody wants to keep talking to him. Because this is what all you guys never understand. The greatest era of Jay-Z that people really, that's the truth, it was the 96 to the black album era. That's the era that made Jay-Z Jay-Z. And Dame was central, very important to that era. And that's why everybody wants to talk about it. I totally agree with you, bro. I'm I'm a Jay fan, you know that, but Facts is facts, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all saw the infamous backstage, if you guys never saw the um, backstage um, documentary, we saw Dane barking on execs and all that. That's Chuck No Joke, you know, getting all that footage, man. I thought Dane also, you know, everybody's talking about him getting that Jay-Z. I don't know if you feel me on this, Wax. I felt like he dropped a lot of jewels on here, man. Like, Rick Ross always tweets, it's a good day to boss up. But listening to Dane makes you want to boss up, and it's inspiring to me the way he's talking. I put on my Twitter handle, um, I bully the bullies and oppress the oppressors. I love when Dane just had that kind of talk, man. You know what I mean? I thought, I thought Dane said a lot of stuff I agreed with. I thought he said a lot of stuff I disagreed with. I'll give you something that he said that I just did not, I could not comprehend. When he okay. said he spent money for 10 straight years and brought no money in. I, I don't understand that. You, if you are the boss businessman that you say you are, or when he right. said he needed the money from the reasonable doubt royalties, like when he found out they have four hundred thousand dollars, and he was like, "Yo, I gotta go get that because I need the money." It's like, okay, so what was going on in your life that you needed that money and you needed like two hundred thousand dollars that badly? So clearly. There's a period in your life, Dane, when you was hard up for cash. Like, for real, for real. They didn't really go deep into it, but, you know, right. that was said. So, to me, I just think Dane was a man of his principles, a man of his word, a man who's super arrogant and cocky. You know what I'm saying? What I would love yeah. to see, I would love to see someone interview Dame Dash and Irv Gotti at the same time. Wow, Irv that would Gotti's be the credit for oh. bringing... Rockefeller and DMX to Def Jam. But I want to know what Dane thinks about that. Like, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite Drink, Drink Champs episodes is when Nori had um, Earth Daddy on there. That was just if one of the is, best. 
if there's mm-hmm. someone they respect, yes, I agree with you. If there's someone they respect, I would love for someone to have a round table with Irv Gotti and Dame Dash because I'm sure they would conduct that. Though. They both have you, different. Who would you, who would you want to conduct that that sit down on? It has to be someone who they both respect. It's the only way right. that would work. No. No. That right on. No, can't be Norby. See, here's the thing about Dame Dash. Dame, you, remember, Dame Dash's interview with the Breakfast Club, you know why that interview, why he could just sun envy? Because when you talk about that <laughs> Rockefeller ever, Dame Dash was his boy. So Dame Dash cannot, right. anybody from that era, if Dame Dash was your boss, he just, he's not going to respect how you coming. So it got to be somebody that they both respect because I'm positive they're going to put different friends. Because remember, Irv Gotti tells you the story. I'm the one who brought everybody to Def Jam. I'm the reason why they got hot. I, can, I, I would want to know, how, they, how would Dame Dash feel about that? Because, you know, right. he feels very important to how Rockefeller made it. Like, I'm the one who barked on executives. I'm the one who, you know, so. Um, you could take hold the Donald Trump. I don't know about that, Dame. I mean, he said he could do no wrong. But, but Dame, you see how much backlash he was getting for rubbing shoulders at the NFL? So I don't know, compared to, to Donald Trump. That was kind of a yes. No, no, no. I totally was, understood that because what's the one thing? I totally one hundred understood it. If you listen to the, so no, during the whole podcast, the the theme that Dame keeps talking about is hope is about the bag. Everybody knows that hope is about the bag. The only Russell thing that Donald Trump, the only thing Donald Trump is synonymous with is making money. The art of the deal. Donald Trump fancies himself as the great businessman. Donald Trump always talks about, I'm the one that's going to bring jobs. I'm about money, money, money. Everything about Donald Trump is money with no repercussions. That's why Donald Trump could bankrupt everything and become president, bankrupt Atlantic City. So to me, I, I, I get where you're going, though, but I still don't agree with that analogy. I, 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 I absolutely. I just, uh. Before Dame said that, I was telling people that. Before Dame said that. Before Dame said that. I said, that's the Donald Trump mentality that Hope has. Deal by any means necessary. People, when they talk about Hove, says Hove loves the deal. He loves making deals. Like they say, that that's the thing that inspires him. When Dame said it, Dame sees it the way I see it. So I, I absolutely understood that analogy. What do you think about the high praise he has for Kanye? It's absolutely true what he said about Kanye. Kanye, Kanye, sneaker, okay, so I know people who are sneakerheads. And they love buying Kanye's and Yeezys. If I ask them, yeah. did you know Kanye produced The Truth? Did you know Kanye produced on Talib Kweli's album a song with Fowler Munch and Talib Kweli, and he sang the hook on that song? Did you know that? They would have no idea what I'm talking about. So the thing Dame Dash said that was absolutely true. People can know about Kanye and not know shit about his musical career. He's actually past that. Kanye is a fashion icon. And he broke the way he broke that down. That's the gems that he was dropping. That was a gem. And, and watch, let's be real. It was Dame who put that Rockefeller chain on, on Kanye West. It was Dame who told Kanye to not just do beats, do music also, you know, to actually rap. And why do you think and why do you think Kanye has to keep fucking with Dame? Because everything Kanye does in life, he knows. Dame was the one that gave me that solo album deal. He knows that. Like you, can, he can never 
It's the same way Nas never fronts on large professor. It's the same reason why Jay-Z recently brought Jazzo back to Rock Rock Nation. Because right. there's somebody who was so pivotal, 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 I can't even say the word right. Someone who was so important in your life and really gave you that mm-hmm. boost, that, that alley right. oop, that you can't look in the mirror in front on it. Because you never know what would happen without that. Think about this. College dropout and Jesus walks. Dame is the reason why that happened. Yeah. And that's set for Kanye. So Dame can't front. So Kanye can never front on Dame. And that's why Dame has great insight to Kanye. And that's when Dame would start hitting the, you know, you married to a, a, a famous woman, you could, you could survive not having music out and all this other kind of shit. He was really, he was, he was really on that shit for whatever the reason is. I hope, you know what? I get this ass from Dane that he actually cares about his, he cared about his artists. He cared about their well-being. He actually gave a shit as a CEO. You know what I mean? Like if you actually sat in them, I guarantee they watch Dane. I guarantee they watch Dane's movements. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Dame said, I took Kevin Hart off the stage and put him straight into a movie. That's a big fucking deal. That is a big fucking deal because Kevin Hart has been the number one comedian forever. Forever. That's a big deal that Dame did that, man. Like, you can't. He ain't used to Kevin Hart from Paper Soldiers, man. That's where you know Kevin Hart from. Yo, I saw him in Paper Soldiers. I went to the movies to see him in Soul Plane in 2004, and I was like, yo, that's the nigga from Paper Soldiers. How does nigga get that movie? Like, I'm really thinking, wow, how does nigga go from Paper Soldiers to having his own movie, Soul Plane? Having no idea that Dane is the reason he saw the talent. Yo, and was was Dane behind them some um, state property bricks? Um... No, I don't Maybe think before, anything could happen in Rockefeller. I don't think anything could happen in Rockefeller during that era without Dame. Without Dame being 100% in the loop and or fashion. knowing. Hold on. We need to talk about fashion and clothes. No, no, no. No, I understand that. See, that's the thing people don't realize. Dame, Dame has so much. People, When Dame talks, people want to know what he's talking about. It's that simple. Because the era that Dame was a part, a major part of the hip-hop culture, it was an important time, man. Like, put it this way. Wouldn't you love to interview Dame? I would love to interview Dame, son. I would right, love right. to interview Dame. And it would be, and be a way yeah, different yeah. interview from what, what these different. other dudes are doing, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll give you some insight tonight. Let me, tell you, let me give you some insight that he gave that was fascinating. When he talked about his Dream Team mixtape, that Adam 22 jump like yeah. had no idea what he was talking about. So he knew exactly what he was talking about. I don't even think Dane, I don't even think, I think we know that shit better than Dane. How about that? Better than Dane. I well, guarantee that. Dane dropped some insight on us that was interesting. Because he said everything Cam rapped about was what I told him to rap about. So he basically was like, he talked, him and Cam were talking, and he literally said, Cam, this is what you're going to rap about. All of this shit that happened. And then Cam just put it in the verse. Like he, the way he broke that down, because we know exactly what song he's talking about. At that time, I'm like, yo, my nigga. 
At that second right there, I would have said, up, the second he would have said that, I would have said this. Twister was on the champion song. Whatever happened with that? What's the story with that? Like, I desperately want to know. Because remember there was a time when it seemed like Twister was going to be Rockefeller? What happened? It seemed like Dane was bringing, what, Twister, Joe Budden, Nori, Ozzy Bastard. Like, he was bringing niggas to Rockefeller, M.O.P. Let me tell you something right now. M.O.P., uh, uh, M.O.P. got, got jerked twice. When it got to Rockefeller's ending, and when it got to G Unit, it was ending also. No, I, 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 listen, I'm not gonna. I don't want to get into argument. They did not get jerked with G Unit at all. I don't. But I'm not gonna go well, into detail. No, no, no. When, I, when I say jerked, no, 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 when I say jerked, in the sense of they didn't really get to drop an album. It was like G Unit was going through problems and shit. That's all I'm saying. Agreed. No shade of G Unit. Agreed. Right. All right. I agree with that. They never put an album out. But the thing is, you know, if you ever got a chance to talk to Dane, that ever when you bought, when you were bringing in Nori, ODB, Jeez. Twisted Joe, Ben rapping on your shit, Envy, Envy, like, there's so much info just in that era on what was going on, or what about the era when he had Graf? What happened with that? Remember when he yeah. had Graf? Yeah, happened? yep, like, yep. What happened with that? You literally, yo, that's yo, the thing that yo, I was Dane was fucking with some ill niggas, though. Dane was fucking with some ill niggas, though, B. Let me tell you this. I'll never let Dame slide for not making it pop off with Graf. Because to me, you had an MC who had every aspect of what a dope MC was. It, so what, what what went down with that? I like, think the Rockefeller broke up, though, man. Yeah, but see, it's not that the Rockefeller broke up. Jay just went his own way. The, the artist was still there. Why yeah, PDP, Clack, and all these niggas, but Dame... Like you said, man, the head of Voltron, right? Isn't that what you said earlier? The so let me Voltron, tell you this. So this like... is why. This is why. When I talk about CEO hip hop camps, I'm always gonna rate Jermaine Dupri, Baby, mm. and Diddy, and Master P over Dame. And I know that's crazy, but they were able to survive without. Needing one artist to make it, they they kept mm. more than one artist. Like, listen, they Diddy, kept the machine moving. They kept the, they kept the machine moving, basically. Yeah, did I just say? Did he kept the machine moving, big guy? He just got new artists, kept doing it. Damn, when you hope set on the song, um, lost ones. You said you made hope create another hope. Remember when when the hope yeah, told yeah, me that? Yeah, you did say that. Yeah. Well, that's, it, yeah. that's all you had to do, Dave, because you had all these artists. I would love to know what happened. Yeah, that was kind of crazy, man. Yeah, man, but that's what it is, man. They said Jay has no morals. He shit on us before. Like, hasn't seen Yo, a reasonable doubt. Well, said, hasn't seen a reasonable said, doubt royalty in 10 years. Wow. What did you, first of all, that's a gem. Now we know Jay does not own the masters to reasonable doubt. And we know he's always said, I want the masters to reasonable doubt. But you, Biggs, and here's the thing now. Why you ain't seen a, 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 a royalty in 10 years? I'm sure Jay has. So who's really owning the masters, right? Right. Well, that means Biggs ain't getting nothing either. Though. We haven't heard Biggs complain. You think about him, like, here's the thing. Is somebody gonna and this see this is I hate that Jay just doesn't do interviews no more, man. Because man, I would love to be like, why does Dame think he's supposed to like? Don't you 
You think Ellie Wilson can ask him that? Is there anybody who can ask him that in an interview? Or that's just off to me. Come on, man. That's not happening, bro. That's not happening. You know that. You know that question is, fam, you know that question is not happening, bro. So that's what's going to be left up in the air forever. We'll just never know. So anything. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real, I love hoes, but I love hoes, but I want to have a real interview, man. A real interview. When I say real interview, I'm not talking about niggas interviewing interviewing him where he shook, where, 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 excuse me, where they're shook to ask questions. They might get fired by Charlemagne, or you know what I'm saying? Yes, he asked you. I Remember, can I ask you about Cam? Cam had the hottest street song in the city. You got to love it with Max B on the hook. That's the yeah. whole city playing it. You get an interview with Hope in the middle of the song, and you have to. Is it all right if I ask you about Cam? And Hope says, "Sure, you can ask me." It's gotten worse. Charlemagne said mm. the NFL added to that his questions. So it's like I don't know if it's possible to even interview Hope at this point. Because I want to know why is Dame Dash not getting any royalties from Reasonable Doubt? Is it not selling anymore? Has no one bought a Reasonable Doubt in ten years? If he co-owns the Masters with you, is that a, yes. is that a, is that a reasonable question? Is that a reasonable? No, that's question? a reasonable question. No, that's a that's a very much um, reasonable question, bro. That's not even you know what I mean. That's a very now, much reasonable now, question, man. What did you think when he told when he said? Jay ain't shit. He never been shit. Did you think that was so? Because I've never heard of so, like that raw. Like okay, that really, part, like that part. When people say the bitter part, I can understand what they're saying a little bit. But then again, I don't think Dame's. When he starts talking about Jay Z, I guess memory starts coming back to his head. You get what I'm saying? And he's on top of the game at one time, so that's gonna bring back a bad taste in your mouth pause. It's gonna bring back memories like you know what I'm saying? Like, fam, why did you why did you break this shit up? I still think Dane feels that way till his day has no closure on why Rockefeller broke up. That is the perfect thing. Dame has no closure. He has no He why. has no closure. I remember he'd be remember he'd do interviews in like the source of XL around that time and they'd be like, Yo, what's up with you and Jay? And he'd be like Oh, Jay's all right. It hadn't officially been over yet. They like, yo, y'all. Sam, He's like, you remember the infamous Source magazine? Remember the infamous Source magazine with Dame and um Jay was on there. And they had like a, it was like a cut off between them or a zip or something like that. How they stood up and shit. And then we started seeing the Devil's yeah. Dynasty and all this other shit. We started seeing floating around. You know, like I hated, I hated the fact Rockefeller broke up. I'm gonna keep it real. I hated but, but the it, fact. But remember, Rockefeller broke but up. the remember, but remember. It really it broke up in a weird way. Like Jay really came weird. out the black album and then he retired. So you never even really saw it, but you just saw why Jay stopped rapping. And then Rockefeller completely fell apart. And Dane was trying to push it forward, but you could tell he got no closure, man. And him getting no closure, right. you can see where he talks about it that it still pains his soul. If you go back to um you and I spoke about this off air. With the Rock the Mic tour, when everyone got invited, invited except Dipset, MOP got invited, my nigga. Dipset did not get invited, but MOP did, and I love MOP. And you Hard did the body. tour with, and you did the tour with G Unit and Fifty. Yeah, doing his right. act, say y'all want Jay Z, and he'd be like, and then Fifty be like, yo, fuck that nigga, and he did that throughout the tour, and Hov mm-hmm. had no problem with it. 
and this tour was a huge success. Now, if you want to talk from a business standpoint, financial standpoint, who was more mm-hmm. popping, 0350 versus 03 Dipset? I know this is going to hurt you, Dipset fans. It was no contest. It was no contest. I don't even think Hopefully it was. Hopefully, smarter business move. Business move. Right. Not team move, but business-wise, nobody in Dipset mm-hmm. was fucking with 350 during that time. Is, is that accurate, or am I making this shit up? No, that's am accurate. I making no, it up? no, that's accurate. Oh, that's accurate. That's very much accurate. I'm not going to lie. That's very much accurate. It is, it is what it is. And let's be real. I go back to the Breakfast Club interview with Jay-Z when he said, he told everybody in Rockefeller, they coming. And when he said they coming, he was talking about them G-Unit boys, man. So I already knew in 03, 03, 03, 04, 02. like... 02. 02, really, 02. He knew that, yeah. Right. He knew that. He was coming to make it, man. He knew that. Mm-hmm. So you knew that, man. So, o- so, so overall, what do you think? Does this interview make you wanna? Are there more questions, or are you like, Dame? Like, what, what, what did you come out of this? That, like, like I said a second ago, I said, watch. There's no closure with Dame and Hope. Like, Jay's already made up with everybody. He meant whatever issues or discrepancies he had with other artists whether they were rappers or people that was under him or people that was that put him on and stuff like that, he he he, he put that behind him. And then Dame now, I just don't think and Jay's a petty dude, man. There's no way if Jay if Dot Dot tells Jay, Yo, Dame is talking crazy about you and Dame and and Hove watches that episode with Dame. Hove is not gonna rock crazy. Which he did he's which not rocking already. Which he did. Which he did, yeah, which you he know did. everyone told him. About it. You know everyone told him. About and you know everyone did see it. Somebody in Rock Nation. Yeah. Yeah, man. So that's what it is, man. I don't know, man. Dane and Hove, I, I hated the fact Rockefeller broke up, man. But that's what it is, man. All right, watch. You've been in my ear about this young dude from New York City. I give you this. You be up on these young bucks way before I do because I. They know nothing about Takashi Six Nine. Do you put the buck in my head about this dude? Now, the question you and I have had a lot of times. Well, you've asked you've asked this question: Who's going to be the new young guy? The new because we all know hip hop is a young man's game. Who's going to be the new young guy from New York City that's going to hold it down? And it seems like there's a second dude holding it down from the borough of Brooklyn. Go ahead, fam. Better tell us his name. Tell me his story. I, I, I did the knowledge on this young brother after he put me on the air, man. Go ahead, man. Well, you know, me and three cover hip-hop, right? But the one thing about hip-hop is hip-hop is always going to be youth-driven. There's always going to be somebody young people listen to that we just not going to know because let's be real. Right. We're not running around a bunch of 18 year olds and 22 year olds. We just, that, that's not our <laughs> circle of people. You know what I'm saying? But you're going to learn a lot from them because you're going to learn what they're listening to in hip hop. And oh boy, did we get, well, I know for a fact I got caught off guard. There's a new young boy from Brooklyn, Pop Smoke. Now, I know everybody in the comments will be like, yo, he, a lot of controversy to him because they're saying he's using UK drill rapping, UK drill beats, and there's like a big fight with the UK artists and the people from America wait, wait, with wait, him. Is, wait, hold on, hold on. is that really popping off and having trouble? A UK drill? Yeah. 
Yeah, and they're saying he's rapping with UK flow with UK beats. They they, they are arguing that to a core. You know what I'm saying? But the reality is, it's always hip hop is always youth driven. So right now, what did I say? We said who's gonna be the new dude since Takashi not here? A boogie right. was already established before Takashi. He's still right. very popular. There's another dude who raps like, well, sings like a boogie named Lil TJ. The youth love him too. Sorry, guys, you're not gonna hear us break these guys down because they're not really rapping. It's <laughs> not gonna happen. Hold on, sorry about You're not gonna hear before you go. Are, are the youth still listening to Fetty Wap? Is he still buzzing? Like he had a, like at one point, I know Fetty had a big buzz a couple of years ago. Is he still out here making noise, or is, or is he fading out? Uh, uh, you're gonna have to ask, ask the comment boys from New York because okay. I, I honestly can't tell you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like this is what the comment right. boys are gonna have to tell us because you know me and you ain't listening to him. So let's no. be clear on that. No. But that's for Pop Smoke because of my Brooklyn pride. You know, I did the knowledge on him. I did the math on him. I see the movement, young boy, cripped up. Ankle braceleted up on the block, Avenue L, the 90s, Brooklyn. Cardi B gave him props on Instagram a couple months ago. All of a sudden, and Nicki Minaj jumps on a remix to his big breakout song called Welcome to the Party. Right now, Welcome to the Party is the anthem in New York City. I dare somebody, I dare anybody in the comment, boys, to tell me I'm lying. I want somebody in the comment section from New York City right now. Tell me, welcome to the party by Pop Smoke. Ain't that song right now? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not Sky Zoo and P Rock. That's more for hip hop purists. You know what I'm saying? Okay, my bad. So Sorry. there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no disrespect to Sky Zoo and P Rock. That's a great, <laughs> beautiful hip hop. But as you know, hip hop is always youth driven. Yes, it is. And right now, I'm telling you right now, Pop Smoke gets the party lit. His songs are heavy, drill influence with bass, and the dude has the voice of a thirty-year-old, but he's just twenty. So, what did you get from when you did the knowledge on him? Well, after he put me, after he told me to um, put me onto him and stuff, I listened to his songs and stuff. He's talking the young boy rhetoric, Molly talk, um, Perk talk, like that. Welcome to the party. Um, what, it's been out for two months and got 8.3 view, 8.3 million views already on YouTube. I also did the song um, PTSD, Dior, uh, Meet the Woo, a lot of Woo talk. That's my anthem right me. there. Huh? That's my anthem. Oh God, baby, you come and meet the Woo. Yo, that's my anthem. Yo, I ain't gonna lie, that's turned up right there. <laughs> Yo, and come on, man, we go from rap to hip hop. I'm listening to, I watch a lot of Mel's TV because he puts me on to a lot of the young boys in New York City. That's why I got familiar with Chef G. What's um, my other boy's name? Um, what's my boy that I always liked, man? Next time, man. Ah, Andy Kane. My bad, Andy Kane. Part of himself. Um, those brothers and all that. But it seems like you, did right you say now. G? Did you say Chef G? Chef G, yes. Shout out to Chef G. Yeah, I, like, Chef, I actually like yo, Chef G. So, peep this. My, my fish and chip spot that's across the street from me. When I went in there, the owner was like, yo, you missed it. Chef G was just here. I was like, word? He's from your hood. Yeah, so. I don't know. Just what? Huh? He's from your hood, bro. Oh, well, I'm telling you. Chef my G, man said, Chef G was just in here. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I think he's the best time. Oh, 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 um, MVP. But I will say this, though. 
Um, Pop Smoke has surpassed a lot of these dudes, though. Like, I, like out of nowhere. And it just seemed like it, you just need one song to take off. And this is why I get, and I, listen, maybe because I'm an old head now, I don't know what song the youth like that's going to be. Okay, this is the song that we're rocking with. And it seemed like everyone in New York is rocking to the Welcome to the Party song. Like, this is it right here. Like, this, is, is, is this low-key their summer anthem for the young people? But even though, well, just remember, now, Nikki, Nikki, Nikki jumped on it, and that's a big deal. That's a big deal. When you get a top, think about think about think about you just a starting artist and you trying to make it, and then all of a sudden, Nikki's like, "Yo, let me bless your remix for free," and you don't gotta pay. That's nothing. like what Takashi. That's like when Nikki jumped on the song with Takashi. Is like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And and and, and, and that song was very successful in blue. Trust me on this. Like Everybody it. in hip hop knows Nikki. Everybody in hip hop. This was a good look for Pop Smoke. You know, and I both know that. Nikki being on this song is a huge look for him because hmm? yo 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 I'm yo. here brother I'm here oh you good yo. you good now you good now what are you saying you good now yeah. what's the last no I'm just saying Nikki? I'm just saying Nikki mm-hmm. no I'm just saying it's it's a big deal that Nikki's on his on his song and um. You know, it, it 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 brings more ears to his music. How much pressure is on him now? Because you deliver a song like this. Now you're gonna have to, people gonna like. How long is this song in a bubble? Is is he gonna do a remix? You know how the young niggas are now. They drop a remix. That well, he did remix. He remixed it with Nicki. He remixed so it that, with Nicki. That's the fish. That's the fish remix. I just thought she jumped on it. Just yeah. Jump on it. That is that is the Yeah, remix. but they they. He in the interview he was like, "Yo, salute to Nikki. She jumped on the remix." That's what he said. One thing I like about him too, though, he seems not to be on a cocky tip, like not shitting on Bobby, the Bobby Schmurders, the guys that came before him, the Bobby Schmurders of the world. Um, I seen him also. So he wouldn't say he saluted Takashi too much, but he gave him his respect. He did salute him. He did salute him. He saluted him. He did salute him. He said, "Summer's out here doing his thing." Right before he was snitching and all that, he said that. Make sure you put that in there, though. Um, so what's next for him though? Does he need to give us a project that we're like, uh, yeah, we're the welcome to the woo. What do with Takashi did? Welcome to the woo. He got an EP coming out. Welcome to the woo. Welcome to the woo, man. And everything is woo. I know. Woo. <laughs> Yo, why you saying like and, uh, that, man? Like, I just, you know what? <laughs> you know, you know one thing about hip hop is we bring slang into it. You know that. You know that. Yes, we do. Grand Poo was talking about what's the Cronkite. Oh, woo is slang out yeah. there. Woo is slang out there. Flossy, whatever. It's just slang out there. So you know, come on. You know that's that's a hip hop thing, man. So welcome to the woo, man. Who's good? Welcome to the woo. Let me ask you this. Does Chief Keith, even though you and I do not listen to his music like that, but we're real familiar with him, does he get enough respect in hip hop for what he brought to the game in hip hop? No, because what? No, he doesn't. And I think what we do not respect about Chief Keith is we never understood how influential he was to the younger generation. Chief Keith's sound literally raised a whole bunch of MCs, like raised them. And you never saw it until me and you, bro, we could, let's, we could, let's just call it what it is. A whole generation of Brooklyn MCs came out 
on the Chief Keith wave. They wasn't yeah, coming no, out on the Lyrical Miracle wave. They yeah, were coming no, out facts. on some. We Chief Keith was the dude that 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 we listened to. That's our grown up music. You know what I'm saying? And all the Chief niggas, Keith, man, to me, all the niggas, man. You could tell they was Chief Keith influence, man. I mean, listen. R.I.P. Zach TV. I, I know about drill music and all that from watching Zach TV. Um, sorry, academics. It wasn't from you, even though you was talking about the niggas in Chicago. I was listening to Zach TV actually be in the streets interviewing these young brothers, man. Um, I don't I, I don't know my Chicago roots that deep to say it was Keith the first one to originate the drill music. Y'all can educate me more on that, maybe comment boys. But I do know whether he originated or not, he took it to other heights. Is it safe to say that? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. The influence of Chief Keith is heavily felt, heavily felt. Now he may not be looked at as like this top rapper, but his influence, his influence is undeniable. It's undeniable the influence of Chief Keith. And remember, everybody was trying to fuck with Chief Keith because in hip hop industry, knew. Remember, Fifty was doing songs with him. Like, 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 like everybody understood. Yes. <laughs> Kanye Pusher, like everybody in hip hop understood what was going on. Dude, hey, hold up. Did Jay Z have a, a, a Chief Keith bar? Who had a Chief Keith bar, man? I remember that shit vividly, my nigga. Common Boy, help me out. I remember that. Whoa, it was like, um, the man. I could sell kilos like Chief Keith or something like that, he said, man. Something he said about Chief Keith, and at the time, it was Keith. Was was cooler to drop a Chief Keith name drop, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. Um, a lot of music drop watch. A lot of music dropped. Rhapsody dropped. Little Brother dropped. Rick Ross dropped. Jeezy dropped. Am I missing watch? I'm missing somebody else. Little Brother, Rhapsody, Jeezy, Ross. Wow. R.J. Payne dropped. I gotta check R.J. Payne shit. I haven't checked R.J. Payne stuff out. But the thing with R.J. Payne is he has his music on his website. So you have to actually go to his website. I think it's imrjpayne.com. If I'm correct, you got, y'all go check that out also, man. Um, have you got to listen to anything? Because there's so much music, man. I have only got, I've only listened to Rhapsody a couple times. I haven't listened to Little Brother. I listened to early this week. I have to go back and revisit that. Have you got to listen to anything? No, I haven't. The first single off of the the video RJ Payne put yesterday, the, you know that intro rap, yeah, and that's breaking up, son. Yo, as of can you hear me? Yo, you good now? Yeah, we say we say RJ Payne now. Yeah, you good now? We say RJ Payne. RJ. R.J. Payne is clearly becoming one of my favorite MCs of 2019. I can go on the record and say I have not heard one whack verse or one song from R.J. Payne or Freestyle this entire year that I do not like. He's rapping about shit that I like hearing about, and I'm more excited and amped to hear R.J. Payne than all all the new music that just dropped. Wow, I'm not mad at that because I I, I, I could take that I could take that I could take that though. I don't think you're a big little brother fan like that, are you? No, not at all. Don't say it like that, my nigga. Don't say it not at all. I'm, my nigga, I'm surprised you don't rock with Fonte. 
I could see like a Fonte though. Like if you told me, if somebody asked me, do you think Watson like? Because I know you now. If you like Fonte, I would say yes. Just because I know the pedigree of niggas you like, or the kind of niggas bars you like. So if you ask like me, who would I rather man? listen to? If you ask me, who would I rather listen to? A Mafia Fonte? What would you? What would I say? Mafia. A Mafia. Twice on Sunday. And I'm listening to Fonte. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm listening to Fonte <laughs> from, from a gay mafia, man. I'm sorry. But I did like some of the songs I heard from Little Brother. Though. It was always, I'm glad they got back together. Rapper Pooh. So Nike produced it? Nike produced the album? Nike produced the album, though, which I wish he did. No, he didn't, which I wish he did. I wish he produced the whole album and stuff, though. Um, what do you think about Rap City, though, man? She has an album, um, Eve's called Eve, and all the songs are dedicated to black women. I I absolutely love it. You know, me and you, when we did our top 30, um, anytime we got to a female, we got very excited. We really appreciated it because I really love that Rhapsody. And let me just be clear. you, Me and you have arguments over Rhapsody because you've always yes, had yeah. it in the top three since we <laughs> yes, started doing the show. So, you were all, so, so all this new love to Rhapsody, three can pop his collar because – if you go to the earliest shows we ever had in 2017, yeah. he was saying Rhapsody, Rhapsody, Rhapsody. Rhapsody was on the, the Talib Kweli, the Styles P album, and you was like, yo, Rhapsody, yeah. Rhapsody. And we would argue about it. So yeah. to me, yeah. I really enjoy and like that she's now getting her flowers. I, I she's getting flowers it. heavy, all right? I like it. She's getting flowers heavy. I respect the fact. Well, come on. First of all, she's a true hip-hop head. I mean, you don't do liquid swords over and have the genius rap <laughs> if you are not a true. Yo, yo, the Jizza killed that shit. Yo, fam, yo, it was so. Yo, the Jizza birthday was this week, wasn't it? Like fifty something years old. The Jizza is. Check this out. The Jizza is fifty-three years old. Jesus this guy Christ. lives and breathes hip hop. He lives no and breathes hip hop, and. Do you know how great it is that the Jizza is like, wow, my music still inspires people today? Word, right? You know that really, you know, really felt something for him. You know what I'm saying? You got married of in the course. video. Rhapsody is is a true hip-hop historian and keeps the art form alive, and I'm happy she's getting her flowers. Word. Um, Rhapsody, I'm going to need you and Shay Noir. I'm going to keep plugging this on this goddamn show, Watson. I need that rap CD shit, you know, a track shit. Y'all can give us a project for all I care. I'm trying to hear that, man. For real, for real. Um, uh, but I, I do, think you like, can make that happen. happen. Wait a minute. I think you can make that happen because getting you wasn't allowed. Push and Benny well, got to just happen. We, happen. Did, we, did, we did push that Benny and Push and Tito. We did push that narrative for That's a fact. That is a super fact, bro. That's a super fact. Have you listened to R.J. Payne shit yet? I haven't listened to R.J. Payne shit yet, man. So much so much time in the day doing so much shit. I haven't listened to R.J. Payne shit yet. He hasn't put it on YouTube, though, Watts. You heard? No, because if you go to his R.J. Payne thing, he just has that first, uh, he just has the first, um, that first intro video, which is, yeah, by the way. He has, like, what, 12, 13 joints on there, I think? Dark Lowe's on there. <laughs> Doc Low on there. Um, thoughts on Doc Low? Um, thoughts on Doc Low. I like Doc Low. 
Um, I'm not going to lie and say I like AR Ab more than Dark Low. You know what I'm saying? I respect the Dark. Dark Low had a project last year that niggas was telling me to listen to and actually listen to it last year. I'm going to go back and revisit his project from last year. It's funny he brought up his name. Um, but I listened to a couple of joints last year. I like it. Uh, he also was on Benny's um, A Friend of Ours. You know, Benny's A Friend of Ours project when he was on the Blonde Draft, the Draft 03 joint that he did with Benny. He had an okay mm-hmm. verse. I, I like him. I, I like R.J. Payne a little more, though. If you ask me who I like more, R.J. Payne or him, it would be R.J. Payne. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I like R.J. Payne shit. Um, what else? I know you're not the biggest Jeezy fan. I didn't like some of the songs I heard from Jeezy out, man. I'm going to keep it real, Jeezy, man. I don't like the last couple of your projects, fam. The last two, last couple of years, Jeezy, man. I didn't even like your verse on Ross' album. Your verse was like, it was like, all right, fam, cool. All right, peace. Snow, man, I don't know, Snow. It ain't the same no more, bro. I don't know, man. Your music don't move me like that no more, fam. I know you're in your grown man tip, but it just don't move me. I'm not saying you got to go back to the trapping, TMO, you know, drug motivation, one-on-one. You got to go to the recession and the trap, trap with our mixtapes and can't ban the snowman, like, I like them shits, man, but I don't like the last couple of drinks I heard. And Ross, I'm gonna keep it extra tall with you, my guy. Your albums be I right, though, man, but it be like it come in, it comes and goes. Like nobody's going crazy over Ross albums. Like it's like you listen to it and you just keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what's your thoughts on Ross's album? How was the reception for Ross's album out there in Miami? You ain't going too crazy like that over it. And I'd be around in Miami to eat three or five dudes. You know what I'm saying? I don't really. I, I know Miami niggas love Ross. But he rep three or five. I don't think they, they even look at him like. How can I put this? Because he be he live in Atlanta and shit though. I know he be Miami, but he be in Atlanta. So it's like the young niggas do they look at Ross as 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 their biggie? I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm. That's not the vibe I get. You get what I'm saying? But it's, 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 it's album was like three and a half to me. I'll give it three and a half like album because his production is always fire. My favorite song on there is probably the song he has with Nipsey and Keanu Taylor. You know what I'm saying? Is it and gonna make your Is it gonna make your top ten? We shall see. I'll leave it like that. We shall see. I don't know. We shall see. There's a lot of albums that album you know what's funny? As the year is winding down, Rocks and we're almost here in September. Our countdown for our albums of the year is coming now. It's coming. I gotta revisit um Joel Ortiz and um Frederick Godson project. I don't think a lot of people talk about that too much. I know we did early when they dropped. Um Smith and Wesson also. They dropped an album. Um Shane Noah, Dirty Special, um, Benny. I know you were big on Cookalash Project. Um Am I missing anything else, bro? Like, I'm probably missing a lot of that. Everybody you just named so far is going to be in my top 10. Everybody you just named. Okay. Okay. Benny. Um, what's that gun? I, I like it project, but not like that, though, my guy. That's what I'm saying. When you make a shot through part two, such so a classic album or album that people deem as fire, whether it's four mics, four and a half mics. You try to revisit that and try to bring that back. Nah, damn, niggas got to stop doing that, man, because Belly 2 was not a good movie, man. It just was not. We didn't care about Belly Part 2. 
Nobody does Scarface Part 2. Like, you know, nah, so I don't know. But this year, this, like, are we going to keep it real again? That August of 2018, you and I were going crazy over music, were we not? In August of 2018 compared to August of 2019? I think what, so here's what happened that summer. Pusha T, Kanye, and Nas dropped. That was a big fucking deal, man. It gave us a lot of hip hop to talk about. We had a rap beef to talk about. So it was it was more to talk about. You know what I'm saying? And it just so that's what it that's to me, that's what really made that summer kinda unique. Oh, Freddie Gibbs also. Freddie Gibbs also. I know you're not Kyle Freddie Gibbs, I get Freddie Gibbs is, is respect. I know yeah, I think you bashing Freddie Gibbs on Twitter the other day, my guy. Slow down, man. It should be for Freddie Gibbs, man. Wait a minute. What did I say? All all I'm doing is quoting him. I didn't bash him at all. I'm quoting him. Fuck Kaepernick. Freddie Gibbs. I'm just quoting Freddie Gibbs. I didn't like that comment. Oh, Freddie Gibbs. Kaepernick. I didn't like that. And he did I, a I, video I like saying it. So that's like not that. bashing him. I didn't see that. That is what Freddie Gibbs is about. Why is he saying F Kaepernick, though? Why are you doing that, Freddie? I don't understand that. Was... Because he said, fuck Kaepernick. I'm riding with Jay-Z. That's why. Man, that, that's, that's what that's 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 you, gotta, you see how the divide and conquer shit happens, Watts, in our, in our eyes? See how it happens now? Now it's F Kaepernick when it wasn't that before. Now it's F Kaepernick. Because niggas want to choose sides. It's like when Dame and Jay broke up. Are you going to rub with Jay? Are you going to go with Dame? I hate that shit. Like, why we I don't like, know I how that. you choose sides against... I don't know how you choose sides when Kaepernick was fighting for us and what was happening to black people. How do you say right. fuck that? So I can't say if Kaepernick was. Most I can't wait. This is why I be telling niggas all the time, man. I like Jay-Z because of his music. But that doesn't mean I do everything old does or say. Like, nah, that just, this doesn't happen. I'm not on that F. Kaepernick wave. I'm telling niggas that right now. I'm not on that F. Kaepernick wave. Sorry. I'm just not. And I never will be. Even though I do want Kaepernick to talk, though. I do want Kaepernick to talk, though. I do. Can somebody get Kaepernick a sit-down conversation? Can somebody get that popping off? Let me ask somebody? you a question. What do you want? Let me ask you a question. What do you want to hear Kaepernick say? Well, I just want to hear his, his political views, how he feels about shit. It's been over, what, two years, bro? I want to hear how he feels. He's, I know he puts his money where his mouth is. I know he puts his money where his mouth is and, and, and donates to, to foundations. I love that about him. I just There's nothing wrong with me saying I want to hear the brothers speak and articulate himself and not have other people but when speak. You said, but here's my question. What do you want him to say, though? What do you want to hear from him specifically? His thoughts on everything. Because though. there was no narrative I want to hear, I want to hear Kaepernick speak. Until Jay Z made this move, then all of a sudden it's I'm gonna hear Kaepernick speak. No, I'm gonna hear Kaepernick speak. No, I've been wearing Kaepernick speak before the Jay Z situation, bro. This ain't even about Hove right now. It's just talking about Hove right now because of Kaepernick's name being mentioned. But I've always wanted to hear Kaepernick's views on things, how he feels about being blackballed from the NFL. Like a lot of things, I want to hear somebody talking about. You get what I'm saying? I would love Shannon Sharp to have that interview. I think Shannon Sharp would be the best so person. It, it can't, well, it can't. It can't. Be, it can't be. It can't be Stephen A. Smith and Michael Eric Dyson. <laughs> it can't be those two guys because they're already going their guns blazing in defense of right, Jay Z. Right. So right. it definitely right. can't be, and it definitely can't be Marcus Wiley. Marcus Wiley, commercial rap, get the gun clap. Trash, Marcus Wiley, man. You know, I thought you were a balancing act. 
I thought Marcus Wiley or Marcellus Marcellus Wiley Marcellus was Wiley. the balance was the balancing act to Jason Whitlock. But boy, oh boy, this Kaepernick shit, this Kaepernick shit showed me that was bullshit. Do you know he attacked Kaepernick because Kaepernick is light skinned? He said, "You light skinned, you ain't lived a black life." That's where we going? That's where we going, Marcus Wiley? Or Mar- whatever your best fuck you, man, Marcellus. Hold on. So, wait, wait, wait. Black, black Twitter doesn't do that? Do what? Black Twitter doesn't do divide and conquer between light-skinned people and dark-skinned people? No, 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 no. I'm not saying divide and conquer. I'm talking about, I said, Marcellus Wiley, I thought, was the balancing right. act to the coon shit that Jason Whitlock says. To hear right. him talk about Kaepernick and say, Kaepernick, you wasn't raised in the quote-unquote hood. You light-skinned. You come from an interracial family. Wow. That shocked me so much. Yeah. Let me tell you how much it shocked me. I lost respect for him yeah. 100%. And the things that I see people doing to defend me from people I have the utmost respect for, like um, Michael Eric Dyson, who's coming out with a Jay-Z book, did you know that? I did not know that. You put me, you put me on. So Michael Eric Dyson is coming out very soon with a book about Jay-Z. So he's defending Jay-Z. When I went to his Instagram page, it was glorious. Because boy, oh boy, them com- the comment boys had a lot to say. Wow. Well, I can imagine. What and to me, what I don't like, what I don't like is that people seem to, like you said, they're making it to ride with hope. I have to find out a way to downplay Cap. And that's the shit that's so whack. Because y'all are literally trying to figure out a way to, to, to downplay Cap. This whole movement is Cap. Hope doesn't get this meeting if Cap doesn't do what he did. Like, so this whole right. shit is whack to me, man. Wow. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm not gonna finish back though, fam. It's all the way around whack though, my guy. I ain't gonna hold you, man. It's just terrible. What's what's going on? This whole cap shit and people like Eric. Eric um, what's the dude? Eric Davis. You know what? Yo, what do you think about Royce White? That brother been very vocal, man. Have you seen his clip? Um, I have, and I've also seen the clip of the dude. Smith, the House Negro. Woo. Um, um, I, I, I like it. Um, me and you recently heard Stephen A. Smith on the, um, Bill Simmons podcast. You heard that, right? Did you listen to the whole? I didn't listen to the, the whole. I, I got a notification, but I didn't listen to it yet, though. Nah. I didn't oh, to okay, it, well, I notification. well, on it, well, on mm-hmm. it, Stephen A. Smith said, I don't give a damn what any player thinks about what I got to say. He basically doubled down on the fact that he don't care what any player thinks in the era of social media. Because that's what uh, Bill Simmons said. Is it different the way you? No, no, I'm not surprised. But the thing is, I like it because Stephen A. Smith says he doesn't give a damn. Yes, the fuck he does. He had several segments on Eric Reed talking about him, and he was like, "I respect Eric Reed. I respect Eric Reed. I don't want to get. You're not going to make me say anything negative about Eric Reed. Yeah, because you care. You care. You do not want black athletes to really put you in that box that you a sucker duck MC." You know what I'm saying? And I like when athletes speak out against him. I love it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. 
That's the real man. But I don't know, man. That whole situation is like, that's just the talk of the town right now. Uh, Jermaine Dupree, they, some people are saying he's backpedaling. Um, you saw J.D. was backpedaling, sir. Breaking up, we say? I don't. I know he backpedaled. I don't feel he backpedaled. I know he backpedaled. <laughs> I know he did. And I don't respect him for it. I don't respect uh, him man. for it. Uh, man, so he's backpedaled, man. He's backpedaling. I don't know, man. Those, those things is kind of like, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't say, man. All right, man, before we wrap it up here, man, a lot of talk. A lot of people been asking me, are you and Watts going to talk about this? I'm going to definitely talk about it now. Uh, I've been trying to see what's been going on with this U.K. situation with Shadi Horror and Tate Rock. Uh, Mike P. was supposed to battle. J.C. was supposed to battle. Um, who I'm missing are probably a couple other names. Part himself for those names. Twerk was supposed to battle on the card, too. Chef, Chef Trez. Chef Trez was about on this card also. Rock. And who? Tay Rock. I said Tay Rock. Yeah, Tay Rock, obviously. Five. Um, and then we Five this... Euro Battle Rap. Five. Now, do you think it was a conspiracy going on? What's your take on this whole situation with Shanti Horror, Tay Rock, and now they're trying to make this a UK versus URL thing? So let me ask you something. Before you go, I want to give Watson his props. And let me tell you, I'm going to give Watson his props. No, sorry, nobody in Battle Rock Media said this. Watson said the day when Tay Rock was on the Battle Patch State, Tay Rock does not know how much love he is going to get when he goes to the UK. And we also in the pay per view, when Tay Rock came out there, I think he was a little bit overwhelmed to the fact that he, I don't think he knew how much love he was really going to get. What he touched down, though. I just want to give you your props on that, brother, because you're the only one who said that, bro. This was a very... Okay, so let's go start with the conspiracy part. Five URL battlers all canceled out, and they're all known to be URL platform battlers. Every single one of them canceled. Tayrock canceled, and Tayrock didn't even have a battle scheduled for that day. This, to me, was some of the worst battle rap business I've ever seen. Me and you have watched Arsenal. We've watched DNA. We've watched battle rappers go to the U.K. and get so much love. But my people don't understand. U.K. love hip-hop culture, black culture. They speak the same language. They understand what we K-Rock is a superstar in terms of if you're just talking battle rap. He is a known battle rap person. A lot of people call him the face of the world. I believe that his professionalism in this scenario is disgraceful. It's disgraceful and it's embarrassing that someone at his level can be, can, can still like, I can understand if you're making people make so Watch, you breaking up, though. You're breaking up. I want everybody to hear you clearly. I know you're dropping some shoes, though, but you're breaking up a little bit. 
Can you hear me? You get out. You get out. You get out. Go to. I like when you said you said it's disgraceful and it's disrespectful. You're saying or what you saying after that? Tayrock is being very defiant and disgraceful in the way he's handling it. He's he's showing zero professionalism in business transactions, in a business deal. Just based on everything you're reading with the contract, you're upset because you was going to go to do an in-store appearance and meet fans. Tayrock, you are a superstar over there. They love you over there. All that does is help your brand. All that does is make you more people book you. Um, so you were going to get paid eight Gs. And I guess according to you, eight Gs is just so little money that it was disrespectful. That was wait, 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 wait. I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to cut you off. But $8,000, and I hate to be this guy watching people's pockets. I don't like being that guy. But listen, watch. you and I have been watching Bad Rap for so long. These guys say their prices, whether they're lying or not. You get what I'm saying? But if Surf is making 20 stack a battle, if that's what let's throw that price out there for Surf. And Rock is making $8,000. He's more frequent than a lot of dudes. Like, that was a problem when Rock battled Hitman, I think. There was a talk about when Hitman was saying he made more money than T-Rock. And, and, and I think T-Rock was looking at, you know, he's getting kind of salty on Twitter about that and stuff. Like, I don't know. I don't know how much T-Rock is, is making. But $8,000, though? So... They can't afford it. Do not accept the battle. It's that simple. Never got to this point. Do not tell us two weeks before that all of a sudden a battle that is now you're getting you're not getting taken. Waking up, son. A lot too, man. I don't know what's going on. He's waking up a lot. Chef, 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 Trez, can you hear me? Yeah, you go. Chef Trez did not have his passport, and he agreed to take the deposit. Yes. Um, that was bad business. So now I'm gonna say this and for his manager. Hold well, on, then his manager had to go back and pay the people back their bread or whatever. And they watching. Sidebar watching. They don't know about this in February when the battle happens. I am part of the conspiracy theory. Okay. Let me ask you this. Have we ever in the history of me and you watching battle rap seen five battle rappers drop out of an event at the same time? Ah, I can't ever seen that in my life. Never heard that before. I haven't either. That is why whatever conspiracy theories out there, there has to be something. Do all these guys know each other? The guys who dropped out, do you think they all talk? Did they all know they were uh, going to it? And did, did they all did they all did they all for different circumstances say, Oh no, 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 I'm not going. And it just it's just a coincidence that all five of these guys decided not to go? Is that a coincidence? I can't go because I can't do the coincidence thing, man. It does look kind of slim shady, a lot slim shady. Um, people saying J C um is not responding to them. Uh, they said, Charlie always said that, you know, he DMT Rock numerous times. And the funny thing about it was, you and I spoke about it briefly, I think, a couple months ago, 
about Tay Rock and Shotty. We didn't get in full depth about it, but we 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 pondered on it a little bit and stuff. And then this week, an explosion just erupted, I guess, because you know, they, I mean, I know Twerk also talked about Shotty was going to put his face on a T-shirt and selling them and all that. This does look kind of crazy, man. However, you talk, all these slicing and dicing, man, for five battle rappers not to make a trip. I know there's been discussions also that some of the battle rappers, when they battled in London before, they didn't get paid. I heard about all that kind of talk, though, man. But, fam, ah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Let me ask you a question. When URL had Summer Madness in London, did they all make it? Did they all make it? Yes. Everybody made it. No no issue? Everybody. No issue. Everybody made it, right? Now, all of a right. sudden, there's another event in London a year later, and nobody from URL can make it. So explain to me th- how, how that works, because I want to know. I can't. My brother, I wish I could explain to you how it works. Um, I can't say that. Listen, I'm pretty sure when they, when, when um, Shadi Hara and his people reached out to um, those battle rappers and stuff, I'm pretty sure Mike P knew Chef Trez was going to be on there. Chef Trez knew Mike P was going to be on there. Mike P knew that Twerk was going to be on there. Chef Trez, you know, so they, I'm pretty sure they had discussions with other American battle rappers that are going to have on this card. All battle rappers, period. Who else is on the card? You get what I'm saying? If, do I think these guys got on the phone and spoke to each other? Yes, of course. I do. But Twerk seems to be the more contrite person, the way he's speaking, though. Like, he's saying, like, yo, I'm sorry I can't make it. You know, especially to a guy like Twerk, who people say he still deposits and he doesn't show up to battles and Ray, Ray, Ray. You know what I'm saying? So it was good to see him talk about, sound like he had some some contriteness in him, and he was like apologizing, so to speak. I like his approach more than Tay Rocks. How about that? If I could, if I could say that. And Chef Trez's response a little more. Chef Trez is beefing with niggas on Twitter. I even DM Chef Trez and like, yo, fam, stop arguing with dudes, man. You gotta stop arguing with these dweebs, my nigga. Relax, fam. You're going back and forth. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you don't want to disrespect you know, I, your fan base. You don't want to disrespect people that I, rock the chat. Here's the thing. I, they did. And I think Twerk cares. I think Rock does not give a fuck. Yeah. I don't think he gives a fuck. Do you know how guilty I would feel? If there was a league owner who told me he spent his life savings for an event and now he's broke, yeah, yeah, sorry. that would fuck would with me. That would fuck with my consciousness because, like, 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 it's stuff like that 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 just don't sit right with me, man. Like, you know, battle rap events are make or break, make or break events. The reason why all those URL battle rappers were booked because last year yeah. they saw how lit Summer Madness was, how much of a big deal, how much of a warm right. embrace they had for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, of course, when Shadi saw that, Shadi was like, look at this shit. I feel, I feel bad, man. I, I feel bad. I do not like this situation at all. And let me tell you something, man. I'm really, really disappointed in Rock. And Rock, because Rock don't give a fuck. That I don't give a fuck attitude by Rock is just, I just don't know what to say, man. Yo, Rock. I just don't know what Rock, to say. Rock, you got to stop, Rock. Let me say something, Rock. You might, listen, I think we've been fair to you and PSA Hip Hop. And when I say fair to you, 
when you when we give you your flowers and give you respect, it's justifiable. We ain't doing that to kiss your ass. Like, for instance, when Watson says you're the face of URL, when we did episodes saying you've done more for battle rap than murder mook, like we're talking about the T-Rex situation. But we also felt that you you have lost battles. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean we've taken anything away from you. There's battles I felt last year you lost. You wanted the same Tay Rock that we've called we've custom to like. And I kind of be a rock rock telling people suck your D inviting niggas to your private parts, man. I just can't co-sign that, brother. That shit be sounding Inviting crazy. their mothers. Inviting their mothers. Inviting their mom, dukes. Like, and it seems like Tay Rock, you weren't doing this when you weren't hailed as, as known as Tay Rock. You get what I'm saying, Watts? Like, you love Tay Rock his whole career. But a lot of us who might have watched him at a fall, but we didn't have him in the top five conversation. I'm talking about 2011, 2012, 2013 kind of talk. You get what I'm saying? Because I think if you ask the average battle rap fan when Tay Rock took off, it was really the um, ill will battle, to me, in my opinion, for me. That made me really open my eyes to this brother. You get what I'm saying? And it seemed like, I'm not trying to say the tough guy persona talk, but I, I didn't like, I wish he could handle that better, man. Get on the horn with Rashadi and them and, 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 and not make them feel like you're curving them. You get what I'm saying? Regardless if it's not United States, cause y'all, you know? Let me let me give you let me give you an example. If you lose money, right, and they're like, "Yo, I'm gonna pay you back on payday," you can't find them. When you call them, they don't answer your phone. What are you gonna think? What do you believe? What am I gonna say or do is the first question I'm gonna have. Because I want to what I'm gonna say, what I'm gonna do. That's when I you break it out, sorry. I just it's very disappointing, and I am a conspiracy theorist. So Break it out, watch. Like yo, yo. Yeah, you good now? Yeah, we saying that. See the last part you said. Like, let's handle the situation. I think it's going to hurt his brand. Is it going to hurt his brand in the sense of let's be real, the young let's be real, the young brothers. The 18-year-olds and 25-year-olds, you think they're going to give a shit, though? It's going to hurt gonna his brand. Here's why. why it's going to hurt his brand. Battle rap is international. It's not a local United States thing. It is a global thing that is practiced around the world. Korea in the world loves you. For no reason. You took out a marketplace and Now, if you don't give a fuck and never go to the UK and get money and get in law, then you find it. It's a garbage mentality that he has. Actually, Does this sure, hurt you all? This battle rap- Let me ask you. Does this hurt you all well to go back to England in the sense to book T-Rock? Like if you have an England card, does it hurt to put T-Rock on a card or does he have to mend, mend some fences, so to speak? Do I wouldn't feel comfortable. I would not feel comfortable going there unless I mended fences. Yeah, I wouldn't feel comfortable going there unless 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 I unless I straighten that out. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Shot right. horror is a battle rap legend out there, man. That, like he's not a nobody. Shot horror is not a nobody person in the rap scene or the rap scene in the UK. Do you agree with that? I, my dude, he's a, very much a big star in the UK, man. Come on. 
a four-year hiatus. He had a four-year hiatus. His first battle back was going to be against T-Rock. So this is a big thing. This, ain't, this was not a thing for the people in the U.K. Maybe Americans might not care that much. But, my dude, I'm going to tell you honest with you, Ox. I've had a couple of U.K. brothers that follow us hit me up in the last couple of days, bro. A lot of dudes hit me up that rock with our show and saying how they feel about the situation, how they were happy to see Tay Rock, and they were happy to see Shawty Horror, people paying, you know, but, but yo, listen, to, to their credit, and it's something you said that was real interesting to me, because I haven't heard nobody say this. But tell you what, when Shawty Horror tweeted out he got no money, he's broken, all that, I ain't going to front those son. I did be a bad taste in me, like, ugh, you put your money to production, um, you know what I'm saying, tickets, venue, this, that, and the third, you know what I'm saying? Video equipment and all that. Yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think I rectify this situation, even though I know um, they are still moving on with the card. I know A-Ward is on there. A couple other cats are on there. Now. I know John John tweeted, Charlie Long, and said, give me the bag, and I'll make that trip. I don't know if they reach out to John John, but I know John John did tweet that out, though. You know what I mean? If John John did that, I'm gonna say salute to John John, and I respect that. Yeah, he did. Listen, I respect John John. If John John can do a two week notice and give them something, I think John John is a, a absolutely a, a, a worthy, super worthy opponent. Facts, facts. You know, totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. So, I, I, totally agree with that. but here's what I would say: Why is it so easy for John John to do it? And all these other battle rappers had five, had eight months, or all these months in advance, and they couldn't do it. And John John could do it in two weeks. That that that, 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 that really question. Yeah, that's a very good question. But that's what it is, man. Watch, man. Take us home, my G. Can't say hip hop. The home of Patty Mills. Patty the Mills. home of Patty Mills. Why is it home of Patty Mills? The Spurs. Oh, Australia, who dropped 24 points in the fourth quarter and beat Team USA, that Patty Mills in Australia ended the 77 the game international winning streak from Team USA, and then and Patty Mills lit them up. PSA Hip Hop, the home of Patty Mills. Patty Mills, hell out of here, man. That's what it is, man. It's your boy, 3 and Watts, man. P-S-A-Hip-Hop, man. Fuck with your boys, man.